Welcome, Aspire Leaders. My wonderful guest today and I are diving into a topic that's reshaping not only the landscape of the world, but in education. Artificial intelligence, or most people know AI, right? So as leaders, it's crucial for us to stay ahead of the curve, especially when it comes to innovative outcomes that impact not only society, but future generations. So excited today because my guest is a renowned expert in technology and education. She also is the creator of EduMatch and really at the forefront of exploring the intersection of technology and learning. Welcome back everyone to Aspire to Lead, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. I'm thrilled to announce Sarah Thomas as the guest today. Sarah, thank you so much for being on the Aspire to Lead podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Joshua. It's great. You know, I'm always listening to your show. Love everything you do. So sharing it out left and right. So I'm glad to be back. Thank you so much. You have a special place in my heart. I love talking with you. I feel like I gain so much wisdom every time I speak with you. And this is actually a topic I was thinking about it. I don't think we've touched on AI. I, I know we've talked about like the future of education. There's been a lot of folks that have talked through technology and applications within education, but I'm super excited because I mean, I dabble in AI. I, I'm on it every single day, you know, for my job and whatnot and helping with various pieces of my life. But I know there's a lot of folks that may have not touched it or have very little experience. And there's kind of this like, black cloud of fear out there too of like what are we getting into and and what's going on within schools and with students so super excited about that but Sarah you have been on the podcast before if no one has had an opportunity to you know listen to that episode please go back it's phenomenal Sarah's like I said very enlightening shares a lot of wisdom but Sarah will you just share a little bit about you know what you're doing in education and your role and what you're all doing with EduMatch yeah totally so again thank you so much for having me This is my 19th year in education. Can't believe I'm saying that. I still remember day one just really clearly. So it's it's insane. But I am, as you said, the founder CEO of EduMatch, which is an organization that seeks to connect educators globally to learn and grow together along areas of interest. We do a lot of different things with that that we'll get into during the episode, I'm sure. But in addition, I am a regional technology coordinator of a large district in Maryland and AI. I am now working very heavily in AI in my district because a lot of things have happened very quickly. And while we have all been using AI to some degree for a, you know, for a long time, um, maybe sometimes without even realizing it, then generative AI hit the scenes with a vengeance. So (laughs) right now I'm learning everything I can and trying to promote for folks to learn as much as they can about it as well. Well, EduMatch has done quite a bit. Obviously, you know, Sarah and I are connected because Sarah published my book, Aspire to Lead, which I'm so fortunate to be associated with EduMatch. And, you know, you guys have done so much over the years. And I also feel like your company has expanded and, and changed a little bit, especially lately. So if you wouldn't mind, will you just kind of give an update on EduMatch and the services that you all are providing right now? Yeah, totally. So with EduMatch, then what we have done over the years is kind of pivot to meet the needs of our members of our community and of the educational community at large. You know, we're currently doing several things, including 
you know, keeping our, our network going, keeping folks connected on Voxster, on, on all the socials. In addition, we have our publishing arm. We took a hiatus from accepting new titles for the time being, but hopefully we'll bring that back in the near future. And the reason that we did that was so that we could scale uh, the professional learning branch, which has been around since 2020. But, you know, recently we acquired a ton of new partnerships and we're super excited. So with one of our partners, they want us to be boots on the ground in terms of providing professional learning for educators. So since that time, we've kind of scaled to every area where there was kind of a need. And now we have over 150 people just registered with us that are ready to go. And in addition, we have our nonprofit, which is doing a variety of things. One of them giving mini grants, so up to $1,500 in supplies to support the grassroots projects of educators and also sponsoring a conference, a virtual conference that we'll talk about a little later. And that's coming out on October 7th of this year. So lots of really fun and cool things in the EduMatch world. So exciting. Yeah, you talked about, you know, EduMatch providing PD, and we're going to talk about, too, something that's going on pretty soon here, navigating AI together in EduMatch exploration. So I'm super excited to learn more about that event. But let's start the conversation just very basic. You you talked about the fact that, you know, in society, we have used AI before, and we may not have even noticed or realized it. So what is it? And, you know, what is going to be used in education so far as we start the brand new school year. Yeah, totally. So AI is uh, short for artificial intelligence and pretty much there's a lot to it, but I guess a very simplified version is that we have technology that we're teaching and training on how to think and how to predict. And, you know, we can leverage that to help us be more productive, to help us learn better, help us do our work better, help us live better. Like I'm even using chat GPT to help me with my fitness routine, you know, so there's a bunch of different things that, that we can use AI as a tool for. And the generative part has kind of exploded since November when chat GPT really started getting mainstreamed since that time, then we've seen a lot of people using it for a lot of different purposes. We definitely see that as well as other tools that can generate text responses, can generate images, can generate music, can generate speech even. There's this one software I got a pro license to, and it took about two months to learn my voice. I just uploaded like an hour-long recording. And next thing you know, you know, it has me down like about 95% of the way. And I created a video yesterday and put it out. And at the end said I was, it was AI, but like nobody knew until it said that, like somebody even complimented me on, on how great the narration was. And I was just like, I wish I could take credit, but it wasn't even me. It was the AI. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. That's like crazy though, to think of the future and what AI is going to you know provide to us, um, not only in education, but just like you said, in other aspects of our life with fitness with health it's exciting to think about as far as you know the the benefits from it but on the other side of the coin sarah there's probably also some challenges and concerns that folks may have so you know folks in education teachers administrators what do you think is the biggest scare or fear right now that you're trying to combat within your role yeah definitely so i'll tell you I'll kind of approach the question from two perspectives. The biggest fear that I'm hearing as well as the biggest fear that I have personally. So the biggest fear that I'm hearing, and this is not coming necessarily from my district, but just overall, 
a lot of people seem to think that, you know, this is going to be the end of humanity. You know, the robots are going to take over this and the other. And I mean, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but what I can say is that is that there's a lot of conversation going on from AI leaders about how to use AI ethically and how to put barriers in place to stop this doomsday scenario from taking place. AI is not going to replace us as educators, but someone made a great point that perhaps a teacher who knows how to leverage AI will be seen more favorably as one who does not. So definitely that's one thing to keep in mind. And in addition, I would say that my biggest fear about this is regarding security and privacy, because once people see what the tool can do, and I've been guilty of this as well, then we want to say, okay, well, you know, now let's, let's get it to do more stuff for us. And we have to be very mindful about what exactly we upload, because that's one thing that we're really looking at in my job, personally identifiable information in this. So just making sure that we don't put our students' data out there, because once it's uploaded to these things, depending on the privacy policy of the school, then it could be made public. So that's definitely something to look out for. All right. Any talk of AI replacing teachers? I have not heard anyone say that AI was going to replace teachers, but I've heard some people speculate that, you know, that was their fear that, you know, that they don't want to be replaced by a robot and robots can't replace us because robots are, they're not people. They don't have like that personal touch, you know, like kids learn from people that they like, they, they can like chat GPT, but not the way that they would like a person. No, I think it's a great point. And I, I definitely want this episode to empower educators. So if AI and ChatGPT is not replacing teachers, you know, what are some things that they can use that to, you know, potentially assess or creating content? Like what can this tool do for our teachers and educators that's going to help them within their educational journey? Yeah, totally. There have been a lot of uh, really cool tools that I've seen kind of springing up. And I have seen, you know, that those tools can help to revolutionize the way that, that we teach and learn. There are some tools that got AI upgrades. There are some tools we've been using all along that have been using AI to just kind of see where our students are and see how, uh, how they can be helped. But one newer tool that comes to mind for me is Curapod. I hear a lot of people talking about that. And I got the chance to connect with Jens, who is, I believe, maybe the founder or CEO, but he has a very you know, senior position within the company. And he uh, gave me a tutorial of it. And I really liked what I saw in terms of how easy it was to just kind of create a lesson just on the fly. There's other tools such as Gamma, where you just kind of give it a few keywords and it just generates a presentation for you. One thing that I will give a caveat for is that we are still responsible for the output. So we have to definitely be critical of the output and and make sure to tweak it whenever appropriate. But but I think that it saves a lot of time. It can help to amplify, you know, and 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 bring deeper levels into lessons. And it can be particularly helpful for new teachers, you know, who who might um who who might not yet have, you know, the experience to create such lessons, especially at the beginning of the school year if they're fresh out of college. Um, so, you know, those are, those are a few things that come to mind. Yeah. Even just generating common ideas too, on a specific topic, 
I, I've used that quite a bit with ChatGPT specifically of just trying to like, you know, I'm stuck on a, on a topic of some sort or maybe an email and I need to like help it just kind of fill in the gaps or, or brainstorm with me. And I, I found I use that quite often <laughs> because of that. So, man, if I was a new teacher, I think that would be uh, very impactful. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. You talked about the fact that you don't have a crystal ball, Sarah, but I, I want you to pretend you do. So let's talk about the future, right, of education and, and the impact AI will have. So, you know, as we're trying to harness technology, do you think that AI is going to just help our experience and equip students with the skills to be prepared for the future? So I think that for this, just like anything else in education, it's going to take a lot of guidance for it to happen. You know, our students are brilliant. You know, they'll they'll figure a lot out on their own, but they're they're not going to you know, there's some things that, again, they're going to need that that helping hand, that guidance to help them maximize, to help them, you know, make the right decisions, just like how we don't set them loose on, you know, on the Internet without any kind of uh, parameters, then just like that, then we also need to help prepare our students to navigate this world of generative AI. So a big part of that is being literate ourselves and being able to to help guide them and coach them along that way as well. Do you think there's going to be a shift as far as like memorization and some of the, I don't know, traditional practices within the classroom? I mean, we can give them equations. They can literally type it in and get the answer. You know, do you think there's going to be practices that are going to shift because AI exists? Probably, probably. I would say like some things probably won't be phased out completely. Like for example, you have the the basics, the core foundations, like the multiplication tables, for example. If you take that um, as an example, then, you know, kids can always just kind of put it in their calculator, put it in their Chromebook, whatever, and get the answer. But we still, you know, we still utilize the multiplication tables and the kids remember that. But I would say that we probably need to make our assignments you know, we probably need to adjust uh, the level of our assignments and keep in mind the tools that the students have available to them that can help them to really maximize their learning. So I would definitely encourage anyone who's listening to to ask different questions, you know, like when Google came out and, you know, I heard a podcast or something or read a blog like this, um, that when Google first came out, that people were saying, oh my gosh, you know, students can find anything. But you know, that that kind of necessitated a shift. And this is just a shift just like that as well. So so it can definitely be done. Yeah, there's probably plenty of examples of technology advancements that have flipped everything upside down and, and made us have to readjust and reevaluate the, the system that we currently have. So I think that's a great point, Sarah. I'm super excited about this event that you got going on. So um, I mentioned it earlier, navigating AI together and edumatch exploration. So will you just kind of share with us what that's all about? I know a lot of folks, you know, they're they're hungry for this information. Obviously, they got a taste of it with you today. But, I, you know, if they're wanting more information on this topic, what is that event all about? Yeah, totally. So we're super excited. This event is sponsored by EduMatch Foundation Incorporated, which is a 501c3 sister organization to EduMatch. And pretty much what we're going to do on October 7th from 11 to 3 central, so 12 to 4 
Eastern and everyone else can do the math for the time zones, then we're going to have a an edge match exploration for artificial intelligence. And pretty much what that will be is that we're going to have live presenters. We're also going to have asynchronous presenters, but it's going to be a community of educators all learning from each other. Uh, we have some fantastic speakers already. And we also have a call for presenters that's open for anyone who might be listening that closes on September 8th. So if you have been doing AI for a while, or, you know, maybe not even for a while, you know, because you might be able to explain it to the person who is just brand new to this, you know, in a, in a, in a way that they can really understand. So presenters of all levels, sessions of all levels, um, it's going to be a really great experience and it is a pay what you want model. All proceeds will benefit Edumatch Foundation Inc. So that goes back into that so that, you know, they can continue to do summits and give out mini grants and things of that nature. But we also wanted to make it accessible so that nobody was left out. You know, whatever people would like to give, then that would be greatly appreciated. But if not, just come hang out and learn and uh, let's grow together. For those who are looking to potentially be a presenter, you said there is an application process. So where can they go to, to find that? Yeah, totally. So there is a short link that has everything included. That's bit.ly forward slash m forward slash AI dash exploration dash 23. So it's kind of a long short link, but yeah, it has all the info info there, including the registration, call for presenters, call for volunteers, and more about um, the board and more about EduMatch. Well, that's wonderful. And Sarah, what we'll do is we'll have that in the show notes and then also on my website, joshstamper.com, for folks that are interested in presenting or just looking to get to the event and, and check that out as far as you know getting more information and knowledge. So Sarah, let's uh, talk about what you're up to because... You know, we talked about that a little bit. You are starting the brand new year. You said year 19. Am I right? Yep, 19. (laughs) (laughs) I want to shout that out as much as possible. That's a long time. So Sarah, what is the things that you're really focused on for the upcoming school year within your position? Yeah, so I am on the instructional team. We had, we we broke our office down into two teams, the instructional team and the operational team. Mm. So I'm on the instructional side of things. And so a few things that I'm currently spearheading are AI, you know, AI within our office, within the district, digital citizenship, as always. We have various vendors that we're, we're partners with. So I'm the lead on, on one of those. In addition, our, our office, our district is doing a lot of Canvas. So we're doing a lot of Canvas training as well. Powerful platform. I, I had that with my last district also. And I, I know <laughs> the benefits and the pains that go with that as far as the implementation process yes. on, on a grander scale. But I love the fact that you're doing digital citizenship with your students, especially with the fact with AI and kind of that ethical dilemma or considerations there that you know students, they get a new tool, they may not know what to do with it. And so they start exploring and it could potentially turn into something that's negative. So I'm glad that you guys are, are taking hold of that. What is it that you're working through with the students? Is it K through 12 that you're working on a, a program for? 
Yeah, it's a uh, pre-K through 12. We also have some early childhood centers. Um, so, you know, we really just span the gamut of students. Yeah, but we are, uh, you know, we're working hard to, to make sure that all of our students are uh, taken care of and that our educators are, they're given the support they need in order to support their students. So, yeah, I, I really love being a part of this team. It's wonderful, Sarah. And you not only lead at the district level, but you're obviously the lead of EduMatch. So, I love asking this question of all my guests. I know you've answered it before, but I, I think it's such a beneficial piece because I want folks not only to learn, but they, I want them to take the action steps also needed to amplify their leadership journey. So for someone to do something tomorrow or next week to enhance their leadership journey, what would you advise them to do? I would advise them to speak to as many people as possible. I have learned through my, through my journey as an educator, I, I've ended up in a different spot thus far is where I started and I can give all the thanks to my personal learning network. Um, so, you know, that's, that's been the best thing I have done for my career. So any educator at any role at any level, I think would benefit from networking, from uh, creating deeper connections, even, you know, where we go beyond talking about what we're doing, even though it's important work, but also get to connect with people as people, you know, I think that that's extremely important as well. And, um, you know, just, just continue the conversation along those lines. So Sarah, if there's someone that has tried maybe in social media to expand their PLN and haven't been successful, I know, you know, in the past EduMatch has had, you know, an opportunity for folks to connect with other educators. And so is that something that EduMatch still offers? Yeah, totally. So there are multiple points of entry when it comes to EduMatch. Uh, there are the different communities on social media. Um, you know, our Voxer group, our original Voxer group is, is very, very active to this day. Um, in addition to that, we have our Facebook community. We did resurrect our person of the day on Twitter very briefly. Committed to bringing that back, but I still need to figure out how to make chat GPT do it for me. So I'm debugging it right now because it is kind of a heavy lift, but I, I have a feeling that it's going to be a very light lift. And that was a really great and effective way to get people connected. So, but yeah, people can connect with us at edumatch.org and, you know, just feel free to shoot me an email and I'll be very happy to, uh, to help provide suggestions on places to go to get connected. I definitely want folks to connect with you, Sarah. So do you mind just sharing social media handles and then also your email? So, you know, if someone's listening is like, yes, I definitely want to check out the AI event or, you know, connect with you in some way or get, you know, into a bigger network, you know, how can they connect with you? Yeah, totally. So um, you can find EduMatch at edumatch.org and you can find uh, me at Sarah, the teacher, so that is at S-A-R-A-H-D-A-T-E-E-C-H-U-R on almost all of the socials. And EduMatch on almost all of the socials is edu underscore match. Wonderful. Sarah, you are phenomenal. I, I, I can you pretty are. much <laughs> just say that and period because it's the truth. You are affecting so many educators and I, I just feel honored not only to be connected with you, but to call you my friend. And I, I love what you're doing with you know, EduMatch and the shift that you guys have made, I think you're making a huge impact and I just appreciate your expertise, especially on the topic of AI. Well, thank you 
so much and the feeling is mutual you know I'm, I'm also very honored to call you my friend and I love collaborating with you and I'm super honored that you had me on the show and I'm I'm looking forward to to listening to more episodes as well and continuing to share them out.